Gill's Coffee House, East Dulwich, Sunday, December 2nd, Ungodly Hour, 10am, Evie Summers, Late 20s, Freckled, Red Curls Down to Her Shoulders, A Bright Yellow 1950s Style Tea Dress, Doc Martins, Stands in Front of the Counter, Tapping Her Foot, Clearly Full of Nervous Energy. The barista was taking his time with my order, and I silently thanked his dedication to the art of a well-squeezed orange. I glanced at his, Hello, my name is... Badge. Zan. One of those names that announces the next generation is here, and they craft organic juice like it's a meditative experience. As the queue grew longer behind me, my orange juice was achieving zen. For once, though, I didn't mind holding anyone else up. Today I needed Zan to take his sweet time so I could gear myself up for what I was about to do. Want me to add in a little something extra to make it special? Only if it's vodka, Zan. What did you have in mind? The magic ingredient, perfect for hangovers. Zan unfurled his fingers, revealing an egg. I waved at him to stick it in the blender. It wasn't like I was planning to drink it. By now... My hands were shaking, which would certainly help make what I was about to do look like an accident. I took a few deep breaths. You can do this, Evie Summers, I told myself, sternly. Though, if I was going to do this properly, I had to come away with the poor guy's name and, if it went really well, his number. I checked my phone while Zan blended and saw the Gems group chat was active. Jeremy, is she doing it? Evie, 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 are you doing it? Tell me you are doing it. Sarah, Ma, have you sorted out the table centres yet? Jeremy, Sarah, you want the bridezilla chat thread. This one is for more important things. Maria, guys, Evie, are you sure you want to do this? I mean, God, I hope you do it, but are you sure? Ta-da! Zan said, brandishing my juice. My heart convulsed. It was time. Evie, I'm going in. Even this early on a Sunday, the South East London Cafe was packed. Ahead of me lay an obstacle course. Crisply dressed teenagers, straight out of tube ads for online fashion sites everyone is too old for. Laptop users pretending they hadn't already finished the coffee they were still nursing. Yummy mummies with perfect doll-like kids. And him. Ramon's guy. I'd chosen him as my mark from the table where I'd perched earlier with my laptop so that I could see everyone who entered the cafe. He'd sat near the big Christmas tree. Late twenties. Cute. Bearded. Wearing a Ramon's t-shirt under a check shirt. A more student than adult. I.e. just my type. He'd arrived on his own. He wasn't wearing a wedding ring. He didn't have any children. Basically, he'd achieved the bare minimum requirements for a potential love interest. Lucky him. Though, if I were being honest, he didn't just tick some boxes. I genuinely found him attractive, which was making me even more nervous. Because these days, my approach to finding someone I liked was to imagine the life we might have together and then never speak to them. Not what I was about to do. I emerged from the cluster of tables a few steps away from my target. He was leaning over his book, How Not to Grow Up, 
by Richard Herring, which gave me pause. Is that something my love interest would read? But I couldn't afford to be choosy, so I started to close the gap between us. Three more steps. Two. One. I was right by him. Oh, he was even cuter close up. Now or never. I held the juice out as I approached, heart simultaneously in my throat and rapping so hard against my ribs it felt like it was trying to escape. Come on, come on, now! Ramon's guy laughed at something he just read, and I walked straight past him. Damn it! I couldn't do it, but I also couldn't back out. Because, just maybe, I was about to meet the man of my dreams. We'd lock eyes and, in that instant, we'd both know we were about to start the rest of our lives together, just like in a film. Though right now, holding an orange juice with an egg in it, I felt as far from the silver screen as it was possible to get. I'd been walking as slowly as possible, but now I was back at my table. I sat at the communal one, and in my absence, a man and his daughter had joined me. Him, mid-thirties, neat, dark hair reading the Sunday newspaper with the look of someone with IT in his job title. Her, cute, slightly wonky pigtails, red-rimmed glasses, about seven years old. Her legs were swinging as she read her book. I had a vague feeling I'd seen them in here before. I got out my phone as I hovered by my laptop. Evie, I couldn't do it. Why did I think I could? And isn't it your responsibility as my friends to stop me from doing something that's clearly bonkers? Sarah, you can do whatever you put your mind to, though, yes, it is absolutely bonkers. Jeremy, Evie, don't you dare back out now. Go get your Hugh Grant. Maria, you can do this, Evie. Take a deep breath and try again. We believe in you. Jeremy, do it for love. At least, do it for us. For the most part, my best friends were sane, intelligent people, and it made me feel better to be reminded that even they had encouraged me to do this. Besides, they were right. I could do it. Or, rather, I had to.